Welcome to the Lounge with Travify Academy, where we get to hear from travel industry voices and experts to learn more about their story and what they see on the horizon for travel professionals. And I'm Stephanie Grice, and our guest today is Haley Harden, who is owner and operator of Go Harden and was on the lounge already. So welcome back. This is so good. Thank we you. we have you twice. I love the lounge. I love yes. it here. <laughs> you forever live here now in this the Absolutely. lounge area. And mm. in case it's it's great. It's been fun. So in case if anyone listening did not check out the podcast episode before this where we talked about small uh small business tax tips literally riveting because it's really funny because Haley was like, "Oh, I got to make this fun." And you know, it's not it's kind of a drier subject. No. Everybody, it was fascinating. I I learned so much. But can you share? Okay, before, in case if anyone jumped to this bonus episode first, can you just quickly share a little bit more information about yourself, what you do, but then also kind of a little bit what we talked about on the last episode so they can get excited to go listen to it? Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been an accountant in this space for about 10 years. I work with small business owners all over the country and navigate the complexities of owning a business, filing their taxes, having employees. I mean, how to save for retirement, whatever you need. I try my best to help. Um, and I love working with business owners. And I actually had this unique opportunity to find a little group of travel agents. And I love working with you guys. And so I am happy to be at the lounge to try to share some tax tips because I know how scary and difficult these conversations can be. So thanks for joining. Um, in our previous episode, we went over a bunch of tax tips that I think are really relevant and the ones that I'm having a lot of discussions about as well as high level, the deadlines that you're expected to comply to and other just tips and tricks of the trade that I've picked up. So go ahead and listen. Um, and if if that all was really easy to you, then this is a perfect episode to be joining in on because we're kind of discussing what next, what, what do you do after you maximize all your other deductions? Yeah, this one, I feel like my head is going to explode in a good way on this episode. Because <laughs> even before I was like, wow, that's so fascinating. That's really cool. And also the time of this is so timely because we talked about uh, the dates coming up. And yeah, so it's perfect time. But I know in this episode, we're going to talk about S-Corp. Now, what is that? And what does it mean? Yeah. That's such a good question. Um, I think a lot of uh, business owners seeing a lot of these this word S corp. So I'm going to try my best to demystify some of this stuff. Um, and this is so appropriate because if you decide that you want to be an S corp, you need to decide in the beginning of next year. So let's talk about it. Um, so an S corp is a tax election that you make with the IRS. So all that means is you're gonna fill out some paperwork with the help of a professional after doing a lot of discussing and understanding of the next steps. And you're just, you submit them to the IRS and all of a sudden you are now your own business and you become an employee of your own business. Now we were always in business, right? You've been operating as a sole proprietor, let's say, you got your income, your expenses, they're reported on your personal tax return. You get transfers of owner distribution from that. You're paying self-employment tax. Perfect. That's what we're, we're probably all starting there. Um, this is the next level where your entity now hires you as an employee. And that's the big distinction is instead of taking distributions, you will now become a W-2 employee of your own business. Um, what's so 
cool about this is that instead of having to pay self-employment tax on all the money generated on your personal um, tax return, you instead pay the payroll taxes associated with your W-2 in any amounts above that W-2. So we're going to call that your profit. You don't have to pay self-employment tax on. And so that's going to save you a lot of money. What's really important about this um, concept, though, is if you go S-Corp, you must pay yourself a reasonable wage because a lot of people are going to try to not pay themselves a wage and run it all as that profit. That's the first thing the IRS is going to look at is to make sure that as the employee of your business, you're getting paid reasonably. What do we think? Thoughts on that so far? Yeah. Like, what? I thought you were already a business owner. How does this change? But it really does change how your business operates, you know? Yeah. So where in what level of your business would you decide, like, I think I'm ready for that, that step? That is such a good question. I think that this conversation should start if you're bringing home about $50,000 in profit. So after all your income and all your expenses, at the end of the year, you're looking at about 50. I think we're ready for this discussion. And right now, like we mentioned, it's such a good time to have these um these you know thoughts is because we're gathering our records we're seeing what our profits are and if you're hitting 50 or more maybe you should reach out to your accountant and say can you tell me more about this s-corp am i a good person for this you know interesting that is yeah so just so now that you've decided to go an s-corp and you understand the compliance requirements something else that's really important to understand is that these tax distinctions can change how you can save for your retirement which is really important in a self-employed person's world as well as how your social security base is calculated um, i have a lot of these conversations and then there are younger people saying i don't care about my social security i'm probably not going to get that anyway don't worry about it I understand that point of view, but I challenge you to think longer term with these type of things, and especially with retirement planning. Um, I think that's a really powerful tax uh, savings tool and is part of the, what is so scary about being self-employed is that you don't have an employer who's like saving money or setting, making you set money aside through your 401k. So as a business owner, I just really challenge you to think about those long-term savings goals. Um, but anyway, so let's kind of go back with the S-Corp. So number one, it's a, it's only a tax election made with the IRS. It doesn't change anything statewide. Number two is you have to put yourself on a reasonable salary, which is going to create some compliance requirements, but is nothing that is not doable, right? You just have to spend a little bit of money, maybe hire a professional at that point. Number three is that you're going to have a separate tax return now because you have a business and you're the employee. So that business now has another tax return. A lot of people get heartache about those compliance things. If that's you, just take this stuff seriously because it, it stresses a lot of people out. But for the people that are willing and able and really interested in doing some more next level tax planning, S-Corp something that it's really worth looking into. Um, and then another caveat just to keep in mind is this can work really well for a lot of different people, but for a lot of, for companies that want to have 
different types of investors in it, want to have different levels of stock, this might not be for you. So I just challenge you if that's kind of what you're thinking to definitely meet with a lawyer to discuss this type of um, implications of making this tax selection. Um, that being said, I'm an S corp. And I say that because I want to do good tax planning in my life, especially with what I do. And S corps worked really well for me and I think saved me money. And I've taken those savings and actually put more money into my retirement account because of it. So it's been really handy. And I just think it's a really great opportunity for business owners. That is smart. I like that. And so can you do an S-Corp by yourself or do you have to use like a professional? And maybe it's also like you don't have to, but like very much recommended. It's that one. You could do it. Right. I can do, I could do stuff too and travel, but why get a professional? They're going to make it really easy for you. And then a lot of people ask me, how much is this going to cost me um, to get into this ads company? I would say in my area of Texas, about a thousand dollars is going to get you started. It might not get you finished, but I just want to put that in your mind is this is going to create, this isn't a capital investment into yourself. Yeah. The yeah. other question that I have too, that I, I wonder if a lot of people are thinking, because I see a lot of LLCs in the industry. So what's the difference with like that? Such a good question. I would like to state for the record, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not giving you legal advice. But what I can tell you though, is that an LLC is a legal liability company at a state level. So it's going to separ separate your business assets from your personal. Um, you are you can still be an LLC taxed as an S-Corp. So it's sitting on top of that LLC. Um, it doesn't change anything to do with liability from my understanding. Again, not a lawyer, um, but it does change how the IRS sees you and how you're taxed. So that's where that tax election comes in. Um, if you want to be an S-Corp, you're probably going to need that LLC initially anyway. Um, so that's why for someone in their first year of business, that's really, I don't want to say testing the waters, but maybe isn't sure that entrepreneurship's for them forever. To go spend all this money in compliance in an S-Company year one might make sense for a lot of people, but it might not. So I like to take the approach of start with your LLC, work on your tax tips in our 101 podcast, make sure you're refining all that. And once you've kind of checked those marks, let's go to level two, which is the S-Corp. Yes, I like that. And another question here too, because a lot of times um, travel advisors, they have the idea they want to grow their business and bring on like um, individual contractors or independent contractors. Sure. So do you think this would be one of those good steps or is it like, it, it doesn't really matter either way, or is this a good thing to have in place to be an S-Corp before you start bringing people on, or does it not really matter? It still just depends where your business is. That's a really, really good question. So it, let me start with hiring on independent contractors. It, to me, is unrelated to this. I think if you're hiring on people, you're doing it for a lot of different reasons. Hopefully, you're going to be making money on the people you hire, which will increase your profitability aka increase your tax bill. So maybe maybe you're seeing such extreme growth that you need to hire out, which means you need better tax planning. So that can go together. Um, one point, kind of not a not a deciding factor, but something to consider is let's say you were going to hire more W-2 employees, which means you're already going to have that increased compliance expense. 
maybe now it makes an S corp seem a lot easier because you already have payroll set up and you can add yourself to it. And it really just makes that process more streamlined, you know? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 But I think if you're leveling up, you know, you've had success, you are ready to hire a bigger team. I think this makes it a lot just more manageable as these S company topics don't seem so stressful. Maybe they did initially. Maybe you're ready. You've seen that compliance isn't uh, the end of the story, right? It's just another hurdle that you can hire out and it's a non-issue if you find the right people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, things things I never knew. And now I know, and I've become so much smarter today. Now look at this. Amazing. And I hope so. And maybe we all realize that and all these listeners, there's just so much more to learn and so much opportunity. And as a business owner, it's your superpower to at least understand what maybe you understand, or you know that you don't know something and that you need to hire a professional, or maybe you're going to take the time just to really refine what you're doing. But yeah, I mean, listening to a podcast like this and getting actionable next steps is amazing. And I'm just kudos to all of us. And thank you, Stephanie, for providing a lot of value to these listeners. So appreciate oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just get to be the cool audience, like learning everything on the side. It's so fascinating. <laughs> I know it is. I'm like, wow, this all Love makes it. sense. It really does all make sense. And I know that you shared this in the last episode, but um, you mentioned too, there's a lot of like uh blogs out there. I mean, obviously always consult with professional, but there is a lot of um resources out there. So what are ways that people can find that to start learning more and poking around? Absolutely. So um I Gusto is a payroll provider and I find their FAQs are so reasonable and in bite-sized chunks and they really answer the question. So anything that's Gusto, um, I definitely would check it out. But if you really want the answer, you're going to go to an IRS website. You're going to go read one of their publications because when everyone's trying to answer a question, that's what we're all looking at, even the IRS agent. So that's your ultimate source of truth. Yes. That is true. And and yeah. on that, where do they find you if they have if they want to uh find you and reach out? Yeah, let's say you're reading that IRS publication and you still have questions. Instead, call me. I've read them and you find me at goharden.com. That's awesome. And we will put that in the show notes as well. Very so good. it's really cool. Well, okay, we're not done yet. We're not gonna wrap up because I didn't do this with you on the last podcast episode, but I want to do it with you now. We like to do rapid fire questions. Just okay. to all travel, all travel related, all fun. Um, okay. So here we go. Okay, so we'll give you give the tax the tax brain a little break, and we'll let's chat travel. <laughs> let's, Which I'm in, so bring it on. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the first question is: What would you say is your favorite travel movie? Travel movie. <laughs> I've threw her oh. off already. Oh my gosh. I'm like Titanic, bad answer. Nope. That's mine too. I am with you. It's no my favorite way. movie of all time. Yes. <laughs> it's a really, it's, it's like a terrible ending, one. but great movie, you know? Yes. Yes. I love yes, it. Yes. That's my I final agree. answer then. I love it. It It is. It's a very unfortunate one, but it is an excellent movie. Um, it is, it is. <laughs> so the love next it. question is, I know so good. Um, what, what would you say is your favorite destination you've traveled to? Easy one. I actually just got back and it's my fourth time safari in South Africa. Ooh, Can't beat it. Time? My family is my dad's from South Africa, born and raised. And there's something about being in the bush on the back of a truck, looking at the wildlife. You can't beat it. 
<laughs> that sounds amazing. That's awesome. Yes. That's really great. Yes. Yes. Um. So a little spin on that question is what okay. is the most underrated destination to visit? My, see, my answer is probably now overrated, but I'm going to say Costa Rica. I think it's a place that you can get really unplugged and get back to nature. And in a world of stimulus of screens, we need to go back to basics and look in the rainforest. <laughs> yes, agreed. I actually had um, a podcast episode uh, a couple months ago with uh, the, it's Surf Up Retreat is what it's called. And they do uh, like retreats in Costa Rica and, and the, the country. And I'm like, oh, okay, I think I need to go. And it's the same thing, like unplug. What is your answer? Because I want to know. Ooh, underrated. Ooh, it's probably, gosh, the tables have turned. I wasn't ready. Um, exactly. I, it's probably a US, like U.S. destinations, I would say. Just like okay. destinations in, in general, the U.S. Yeah. yeah like That's a good answer, so actually. Much. Yeah, especially like we over, we're always like, oh, you know, and I, I do the same thing. I'm always like, oh, Europe, that's where I want to go. But it's like the U.S. actually has some really cool places. Like literally one is Door County in Wisconsin. Amazing. amazing. Yes. Okay, I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> yes. Pick me up on your way up there. Let's <laughs> go. When you go. <laughs> um, so an another fun question here for you is what is the best meal you've ever had while traveling? Italy, pasta, after going to a Christmas market, went inside. I don't even remember the name of the pasta. I don't even know the restaurant I was at, but I'm telling you what, I will never forget that taste. So that's my answer. That sounds like Italian a pasta. Wonderful day. I don't know if you can beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. Um, so, it. another question here is what is the last great book or article that you read? And it doesn't have to be travel related either. Okay. So, I just bought this book. Oh, no. Okay. I changed my answer. It's called Educated and it's about a woman. Have you heard of that book? Yes. yes. It's on my it's list. On my list read it. It's so empowering. It's about a woman who grew up with nothing in the middle of nowhere, USA, and came out of that, went to college against all odds and wrote her own book. And it's a, it's her autobiography, basically outstanding read, highly recommend. Love that. Yes. That has been on my list for a while. So now I need to move that right. up just because you said yeah, that. I like it. that. Um, so the last question here is what is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you while traveling? All right. Oh my gosh. I have an answer. I was at the Tower of London looking around, reading history, all that sort of stuff with my dad. And out of the corner of our eye, we look over and we ran into my cousin who we didn't know was there and recognized us and was waving Brian Haley. And we're like, who is that? And it was our cousin. So small world story. And the and the best part about that story is my now husband at the time took a bet against my dad that he wouldn't run into anyone he knows because there's always a bet in our family. Brian's always going to run into someone he knows. And he lost that bet in London on the trip. So, yeah, I love that story. Whoa, that is yeah. really wild. That's actually wild. Super, like that is a thing. Someone has said this to me before, and it's so true, is the world is as big as a bottle cap. Or, like, the world is as small as a bottle cap thing, because you'll run into people like that. Like, it's, that's crazy. That's crazy. How in the world did we run in, not only that we knew that we were related to, 
you know, in the Tower of London, such a busy place in the yeah. middle of summer. It was packed, you know? Yeah. And a huge city like that's wow. That's that's pretty. That's in, that's really cool. Well, I love those. Yeah. Thank you for sharing those answers with that us. That was fun. Love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give a little throw a little fun travel questionnaire in there. And yeah. this has been awesome. And again, thank you so much for spending time because again, viewer, right, that this is a uh, tax tips that normally wouldn't be so free. So we really appreciate you sharing your expertise with us. Love it. Thank you again so much. Such a good job, Stephanie. Really appreciate it. Oh, well, thanks. And and thank you again. And thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of The Lounge with Travify Academy. And one more time for a special guest, Haley, for joining us here today for not one, but two episodes incredible hey. <laughs> yes so, so much content um and so be sure to subscribe to our podcast or subscribe to our youtube channel for all of those latest episodes and we hope you enjoyed our conversation today and join us again but for now stay safe and we'll catch you on the next flight